0: What is going on ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Off The Dome Radio. My name is Colin Slager, along with me Tim Allersmeyer. We have a really good one coming up for you, Uh, Norman Miller. Uh, He is a current sophomore at Butler University, Um, high achiever, he's a go-getter, and he was also Amish, or is Amish, uh, but has decided to continue his education on a high school and college. Uh, Tim, what are a few things that we got into uh, with Norman?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the more I heard him talk, the more respect I gained for him as the as the interview went on. That was incredible. He was uh, he was in a situation where he had to have a difficult conversation with people who loved who loved him a lot and wanted what was best for him in their eyes, but he kind of had to go and take a uh, different approach and telling hi- telling them what he wanted to do, speaking his dreams into existence, and I think he he, he showed a lot of courage in that regard. He talks about just the different things that he had to face going through that, um, the way he approached it, um, and then he kind of goes into how the, the values that he's kind of carried on from that into the new college realm and, sure. and the different things he's involved in. He talks about his time as being a basketball manager for the Butler team, um, just his different involvement on campus. and You can just tell he really is, he said it himself, a true seeker of knowledge, and he's you're going to love every minute of this interview because you're, you're going to learn a lot from the beginning to the end. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, he uh, he dropped some, some good knowledge bombs, um, and yeah, he just kind of talks about having to create his own path, and even though there's a lot of people that you want to help and make proud, you have to make sure you make yourself proud and happy and lovable first, uh, so that's a big premise of ours here, but uh, without further ado, uh, let's get right into it, and here we are with Norman Miller.
1: Norman <laughs> Miller
0: course. Uh, just kind of intro- introduce yourself uh, to listeners. Who you are,
2: what you're about, all that good stuff. Um, so from a very small town, Shipshewana, Indiana. It's uh, about two and a half hours northeast of here, like northeast corner of Indiana. Like, like 1,200 people in a um, one stoplight, a you know, subway, and that's about it. Um, I don't know. I like to talk about my family first. I think that's one of my most important things in my life mm-hmm. um i've got kind of a big family got two older brothers um the oldest one uh, just got married um, so last november a year, like a year ago from last november um, so a little over a year now uh the second brother he's in the have you guys heard of like the Rumspringer springer thing or we'll, we'll get into that but yeah. he's 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 not married or whatever um my i have an older sister that's married um she she actually just had a kid over over break so that oh I mean, wow I, I'm a congratulations I saw that picture. uncle now yeah that's yeah. cool yeah. Yeah. baby oh, uncle, Norman. Yeah, uncle Norman uncle <laughs> yep. Norman fun times man oh man awesome yeah and then uh, two younger sisters as well so um, love him to death yeah. um, dude I mean I, I don't see him but, like being in college and stuff it's kind of it's rough to see him like not seeing you know um, but every time we go home I, I have an incredible time I think. My relationship with my parents now is better than it's been in uh, ever, maybe. Honestly, really, but yeah. yeah. I, Anything it, which,
0: certain to kind of attribute that to, or
2: um, I think time has a lot to do with And I think just them seeing me kind of uh, evolve into my own man, basically, and kind of accepting that a little bit more, okay. um, is yeah. But so, I guess for any of the audience members that wouldn't have picked up is, like, I grew up Amish or whatever, Um, and that, that growing up was, like, it's unlike anything else. You can't really, it's hard to explain, like, when people ask me, like, so what was it like? That's such, it's a, such a broad, you know, because there's so many things to talk about, and, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what people know and what they don't know and stuff, because a lot of people, you know watch breaking bad or breaking bad breaking amish or like amish mafia stuff like that I actually never seen either uh, either one okay but i have good, seen all good. of breaking good. bad a couple oh, times okay, breaking, so that i am bad, familiar breaking bad is incredible show <laughs> Honestly, that's all right one we'll of my get back to shows. that but anyway yes exactly um, but like a lot of people kind of base it off of that and, and i'm like, glad that you didn't because like that's a terrible perception yeah. like, it, the tv shows are not like what it's like so um, i actually had a chance to be on the Breaking Amish show. Really? Oh, really? Back back when I was like, I think it was 16, 17 years old. One of one of my friends was on that show, and he referred me like to the director or something. I I just I was not about it. I was just like, no. It wasn't even really like a hard question. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just um, I guess for people that like don't know, I guess so. Like Amish, basically, it's it's um, kind of a community of people that live life like it's, and not in a bad way, I don't want to say it in a bad way, but to live life like it's like maybe, maybe like early 1900s maybe, so like there's no cars, Um, it's all like horse and buggy, they do like a lot of farming and stuff, Um, there's no like electricity, there's no, uh, you know, outlets, TVs, microwaves, everything, you know, you wash your your clothes and stuff um, in like a washing machine and hang it outside to dry, Mm -hmm. like just very like a very simplified life yeah. um, compared to and i think i think a lot like growing up in that kind of environment where you don't have all those all those other types of distractions and technologies and stuff it, there's good and bad to you know right. there's good and bad to that right but i think it's just you have to i mean the work ethic like of, of the amish people is impeccable like they yeah. they I mean, they have to. I mean, mm-hmm. so they don't. They don't typically go past the eighth grade or whatever. So, like once, like the school I went to, um, it's a public school. You can go to, you can go to a public school or an Amish school. There's both. Yeah, and, and it doesn't really matter. Okay. There's not like a bad rep on either one really, um, or not that I've seen anyway. Um, t- I, I don't know. Just public schools. I, I, I'm not. I have no idea. Like the statistics of. How many people go to public school versus go to Amish school? But okay. basically, you la- learn the same thing anyway, so like it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I wasn't. I don't know. I'm not sure where I was gonna go with that. No, Oh that's, yeah, that's, okay. That's yeah, sorry, but the they usually don't go past the eighth grade or whatever. Okay. I okay. think I was there anyway. Um, so they'll they'll basically after eighth grade they'll drop out. Um, and this was approved by like I think there's like a Wisconsin versus Yoder court case back in I don't even know. 30, 40, 50 years, I don't even know how long ago okay. it was, like, it was a big big deal where um, the Amish community got, like, um, basically, got the, the thumbs up from the federal government to be allowed to not go for, for you know, religious purposes or yeah. whatever you want to call it. But, um, yeah, so they typically don't do that, they'll just stop schooling and then they'll enter, enter the workforce. Where I'm from, there's a lot of, like, RV factories and stuff, which is very... It's a very good thing because, like that, that provides like a lot of jobs um, for like those types of like people that um, haven't gone to college or There's people in college that are in, working in the factory too, but there's not a lot of places in the United States that could have a community like that large that, um, and and working or whatever that doesn't have an, like more than an eighth-grade education, I guess. Um, right. So you'd do that. You would do maybe you'd farm. Maybe you would own. A furniture, like a furniture, something you know. They're very good, like craft. Yeah, Very sure. like yeah. yeah. I, I even like worked in. I worked like in a furniture finishing shop. Okay. Um, so basically, for my for my own story, I guess after the eighth grade, um, I I remember like the first day after the eighth grade. I told my mom. I was told her I was. I wanted to go to high school. I, I want to go to high school, and that was bizarre to her. You know, she kind of laughed it yeah. off. She and and for me even myself I literally just said it kind of to see what she would say because it was such a kind of out there thing none of my brothers had ever really tried it or my sisters or like none of my family had gone my uncle my one uncle my mom's brother um, he's like the only person that had done it and he I'm that's a very big influencer in my life for that like for that decision he helped me he's helped me out like a lot and stuff mm-hmm. he's living in Fort Wayne and stuff so. Um, so I told her I <clears throat> wanted to go back and she kind of left it off and I just kind of left it at that. That summer went on, brought it back up like that fall when school started. didn't really think I was going to get anywhere because I was 15 years old at the time and that kind of, I mean, that, that didn't really give me much power. I wasn't going to make my own decisions at that point. Um, in my in my parents' mind, anyway, and so I kind of gave it up and got a job that fall um, at working at like a, a furniture finishing shop, like half a mile away from my house, and worked there for the <coughs> worked there for the next two years. Um, I turned sixteen, uh, so like when you turn sixteen, that's called like roam um, in the Amish community, where basically it? springer. Okay. So. Uh, in, in 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 Amish, in the Amish, like there's an Amish language or whatever. In in that in that language, it means uh, like running around. So I'm not sure exactly like where that comes into play. Sure. That's just kind of like a terminology everyone cool, yeah. everyone okay. uses. It so I'm not sure exactly why. No, but that makes sense. That's just like a yeah. that's how they that's how the term they refer to. It. But basically, it's when when you turn 16, you have the choice of you know exploring if you want to. You know, they, a lot of them just kind of go crazy, like, you know, they go party, and they're working, and the only thing that, they they live for the weekends, basically, and, you know, party a lot, and, um, you know, just make a lot of money, because they're, you know, they're teenage, 20 years old, you know, they don't really have, they don't have a house, they don't have a mortgage, stuff like that, so they're just, you know, making a lot of money, having a lot of fun, so basically exploring who they want to be as as a person, and like, is this for me, like, what do I want out of life, most of them, I would say the majority of them like would go, would go back to the Amish, like return and stuff, and but um, that, that's kind of like kind of your own time. And some people choose not to. Some people just say, you know, I've, I've kind of made up my mind. I don't really want to do that, um, and just like join church. But that's basically like the the indicator. Once you come back, you join church. And then you know you're welcome back and everything, you know everything's all good and stuff. But huh. that kind of that uh, that time, I guess, once from 16 to whenever you choose to come back, is kind of your own to um, play with, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I turned 16, I was working at uh, this shop, this furniture finishing shop, and um, you know, I was doing the typical, typical room spring and stuff, just you know, hanging out with friends, partying lot you know on the weekends yeah. and stuff having a good uh, time yeah having a good time exactly making a lot of money like i was 16 17 years old making money that like f 20, like 20 24 25 year olds make like that that type of money it wasn't yeah. like i wasn't making enough money or whatever but i was yeah. just in those two years it just it just became so draining to like know that i i knew for myself there was way more like way more inside of me than what i was doing like
0: mm-hmm.
2: it just the things that, I don't, it's hard to explain. Make like you, I was. It wasn't like money was the problem. It's not like yeah. I wasn't happy because I wasn't making enough money or anything. that's not it. I was blowing my money like
1: mm-hmm.
2: I had terrible, terrible money management, tokens, <laughs> terrible time management. Like I was, it was, it was just not like an ideal. In that moment, I knew that I could do better, and like the things that I was doing weren't going to benefit my future mm-hmm. whatsoever. And I like. Yeah those two years were, I don't know, they're, they're good and bad because it taught me a lot of things. Like, it wasn't like I hated my job. I liked the people I worked with and stuff. They were all Amish and stuff and enjoyed that. It was just like the place that I was in and the things I was doing and stuff didn't align with like the future that I had in mind for myself. Mm -hmm. And so um, I turned 17. um, That was two years removed from the eighth grade. And that summer I I was like, this is it. If I wait another year I'll be I eighteen mean, and you can't really that's almost ridiculous. I'd you know, graduated twenty one from high school or whatever, so I was like, Alright, this is this is the last go around, like I have to do it now yeah. or never So yeah. um that summer I mentioned it a couple times to my parents and stuff and just as expected it was kind of blown like blown off, not really, you know, taken seriously or whatever. Um and and a lot of the times I kinda realized uh, while we were have while we have these talks and stuff with my parents, it would always kind of end up more into just like yelling at each other and, and not really much dialogue being you know thrown back and forth. It was more just just because you well, brought up high school. Yeah, just that. Just I don't know. We weren't on the same page whatsoever, so they just kind of jumped to the you're wrong and I'm right kind of thing. And it's because I'm your parent and I know better and I've lived more years. You know, just kind of sure. Not really, not really like giving me the the time of day to like explain why i would want to do it and, and stuff like that so
0: so not to sidetrack but because uh, i don't know much about the amish is it like a pretty big deal when yeah you kind of uh, leave yeah, and yeah. So, do your own
2: and, thing and, like that yeah i mean it's and then like a lot of tv shows and stuff they portray it as like shunning and stuff sure it's i don't think it's that bad like you don't like physically try to or physically or even like, in, in your personal relationships with those people, you wouldn't, like, go out of your way to, like, um, be an ass to them. Sure, it's just okay. Like, you're, it's just, that perception of that person just changes a little bit. Okay. It, and I don't really know what it is. It's... We'll get into that later, I guess. But sure. that's... Yeah, that's... If you... And, and the thing is, like, anybody could come and, like, be Amish and join the church, and if you, like, buy in your, like, it's whatever, but then if you leave... It, it just like it's a whole different it's like the complete opposite okay so gotcha so yeah it is a big and and the thing is it's different for a lot of people so like i have friends that went back to high school and their parents were completely fine with it and like like we, we didn't have that kind of like struggle or whatever and I, I don't say that to like you know demean them or anything i just like that's not how my parents were and it was just it was way harder for me i guess mm-hmm. so yeah that summer um at the end of that summer, I was like, alright, ha- this is the last chance or whatever. So I remember a late one, I think it was like a f- Friday night, or I don't even remember what day of the week it was. I was sitting in a Taco Bell, uh, Taco Bell park uh, and I like, wrote my parents a letter. Mm-hmm. And I just put everything on paper of what, what has been brewing in my mind for the past year and a half, basically. Or mostly that summer, too, because that's when I really started like digging, like, this, uh, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I just put it all on paper. Um, you know, they can't interrupt words, so when you when you read it, that's 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 my side of the story now. So like, I, I just needed them to hear me out as to like all my reasoning behind it, basically. So they read the letter. I I like put it underneath their pillow or something. I remember. Um, and yeah, so those didn't really talk about it. The letter or any of that for the next like couple of weeks or something. Huh. I don't really remember that time period that much, but like I just remember it was kind of kind of weird. I knew they had read it, but they just really didn't want to acknowledge it, and I was t- still too kind of scared to make that final jump or whatever. Um, so I just didn't really bring it up. And then I remember school started on a Tuesday that that fall, and it went Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So they they'd gone four days, and I had and I still hadn't like made that that next like now like now's the time and I yeah. remember that weekend I was like all right I can I can go back to school the fifth day like that's not too bad right um but this is like the last weekend so that that Sunday night like I sat down with him for um like a couple hours I, I think it was probably two or three hours at least um just talked about it and stuff and finally like they my dad uh, my dad well I mean both of them I guess but Finally got the, the enrollment forms and stuff signed, and it went from literally working that Friday before to going to school that next Monday, wow. not, not having gone to school for like two years. What a wow. transition! Yeah, it was a huge transition. Yeah. That was incredible.
0: What was that like?
2: Um, well, I just remember like walking into the school like that first morning, and I was just like, "Is this really happening?" Like I was, because I, I had told my boss the thing is like I told my boss like the Thursday before. Before I had even talked to my parents, I told him and I was like, "Yo, like I'm, I'm i want to go back to high school." Kind of, and and the thing is, like he, I, I think he heard me out more so than like my own parents did at that time. Yeah. Um. And it, I don't know if it was easier for me to tell him that, or if it was easier for me to talk to my parents. I'm not even sure, but like I, he was very like accepting of it. He's like, "All right, like he's like, um, you know, I, he would have wanted a longer notice to." Quit my job, obviously, but like mm. it was, he was—he it wasn't like he was just like trying to, you know, lead me in another direction or something. He was just—it's like, yeah, of course, if you know, just let me know and whatever. And it gave him literally like a four-day notice, with and that was two of those days were weekends, so like he, yeah, you know, he had he took that like a champ, I would say. So yeah, yeah, Understood. but I, I just I just mentioned it. I was like, you know, I might if I, if I if I if I'm able to convince them to let me, that's something that I'm gonna do. So I might not be here Monday. So. That's kind of how that went. But right. it literally went, yeah, from working that week and then that next morning, like, I remember walking to the school. Had a ton of friends already, like, I was friends with a lot of them. They, they were a huge influence why I went back. They all, you know, come back, come back, whatever. Um, and it was ha- had my own personal reasons, too. I just, that that was something that, like, stood out to me. It was I remember walking in there and a lot of people didn't, had not no idea that I was coming. Like, they knew I wanted to, but they always knew that, like, you know, probably w- probably wouldn't but i remember that first morning you know, everyone's like what norman's back and yeah. stuff and it was yeah. just, it was, that it, was incre- it was incredible yeah. it was yeah. an incredible feeling just knowing that like two years two years ago three years ago if you were to ask me that you know are, would you, have you like would you go to high school wherever i'd be like yeah of course but like i don't think it's going to happen i would never have put my money on that so yeah yeah
1: that's awesome
2: man <laughs> That's it's crazy so what think, you
0: think you won't end up doing, and then
2: oh yeah, I, where saying, you end like up. Even, even I, I say that now, like, five years ago, if you would have told me, you know, you'll be in college, you'll be a butler, you know, you'll be sitting right here at this table I've been, you're, you're crazy. You right. But that's just, that's how, so that's how life works. <laughs> yeah.
0: High school, uh, no major issues, nothing? Um,
2: um, well, so I did high school. I went back, and I was 17 as a freshman. Uh-huh. I did high school in three years, okay, so that caught me up one year, so I'm still like a year behind technically I should be I should be a junior if I had continued school like like normal or whatever
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, I think I think the biggest problems came probably that first year just uh, getting adjusted to it, having like that completely new thing in our family basically and I don't know really how to describe it where it was the dinner table sometimes was like sometimes was a little you know weird sometimes I, I got better and better like it was just it was such a dramatic shift like none yeah. of my family had done it ever and, and I had it was new to me too I was trying to figure out that figure out myself figure out like my relationship with my parents and stuff and so like our relationship in that time in that first year or so it was, it was kind of not the greatest honestly but yeah. as time went on and they kind of uh, I saw like I guess me kind of evolving into the person you know that I wanted to be or whatever and they kind of feel like alright maybe we should take our hands off a little bit still you know we're not going to disown him and stuff he's still our son and stuff so I think uh, as time went on that second third year rolled around it was it was pretty much back to normal not, not whatever but and I think now now that I'm in college and I don't see them quite as much I think every time I come home it's just it's it's awesome like I, yeah. I love I love going home I love seeing my niece I love seeing my parents like it's I don't know it's a different kind of you don't get when you don't see as, like when you don't see what you love every day and you don't realize like you're not grateful for that or whatever like uh-huh. I'm three hours removed from them basically and every time I go home it's a, it's a glorious times. So. yeah good
1: perspective yeah <laughs> for sure exactly.
2: what yeah.
0: uh, so like for people who maybe are scared to take that leap on their own, do their own thing. Oh, my parents will kill me if I if I quit my job, or I or if I do this, or you know, there's not benefits with this, or you know, they're freaking out because I want to try this, but this is safe. Uh, kind of, how did you still? I know you said sometimes it was harder to kind of open that up, but was there anything that you said or how you said it, or that you did? The letter you talked about, you can't really interrupt a letter, uh, but just kind of keeping that communication going. Of like hey, this is really what I need to do like for me to be happy mm-hmm. uh, what what kind of things did you did you do, or what might help other people so kind of with <clears> that <throat> yeah, that challenge um, there
2: I think a big thing for me was it was a very hard thing for me to um, kind of accept that I was going to do this totally against their will, so like like when I say that i 'm saying like, what does it look like for myself to kind of um, ignore not ignore but kind of put what they had like instilled into me you know you should be amish you should stay amish whatever put that to the side and like and and have just like a me kind of thing where i need to do this i need to do it like how is that how is that like how does that translate how am i am i being selfish to to do that or whatever mm-hmm. does that make, i don't know yeah, if that makes no, sense yeah yeah mm-hmm. and a lot of the times like i remember my older brother he's He's married and he's not Amish too. And he went through a lot of that stuff with my parents as well. He's that. He's the. I have to give a lot of credit to him as well because he's he's a guy that really like paved the road as far as, as like opening kind of that door of conversation basically with my parents and stuff. And I remember, um, I remember I, for me personally, like communicating with them, it was it was more like <clears throat> I focused more on why I wanted to do it versus why i think you're wrong and i think that's where a little bit of my brother went wrong maybe and i'm not saying he went totally wrong but i I just remember he had a a, i think he had a harder time getting through that because he he would always just backfire and then just you know question like why they're doing this and and instead i'm like i don't really i don't really have anything like against anything that you've ever but Mm -hmm. but this is the reasons that i want to do other thing like, that like makes that makes sense. Sense. it's yeah. not a personal thing it's just yeah. better for you personally it's not like I have something against the Amish or anything right. it's just like I I was just like this is I can't see myself um, living this way for the rest of my life and I think yeah. I think it's totally respectable to make up your own mind and like and do that and go your own route I don't think that there's anything wrong with that but I did struggle with that when I was making that decision like am I being selfish for kind of putting that aside and, and going my own route and like just literally just bullying my way basically bullying my way back to high school like how how is that like how is that because you know you, th- there's a lot of truth to like parenting and stuff where you're like your parents are always going to be right and stuff because there's a lot of I mean because you hear it all the time you know that your parents are right um, you should always you know listen to your parents and I think that's has yeah. obviously they have they, a lot of life experience yeah, a lot of a lot, yeah but at some point, you also have to you have to like you have to pull up the bootstraps and kind of take control of your mm-hmm. own life. And I think that's kind of where I realized where like who like really who are they to say that like I can't go get an education? What's so mm-hmm. bad about an education? That's what right. that's what was so frustrating for me. I just I didn't understand like why. And I, and I don't even think because I would literally get down to the nitty-gritty with them like why do you not want me to go to high school like what is it that that is holding you back from allowing me to go get an education I would be like what is so bad about an education like tell me why that's a bad thing besides the fact that you don't agree with it because you didn't do it and like whatever and they really didn't have an answer for that and when you kind of get them in that aspect where that's the reason I'm going back I want to I want to learn more I'm I'm a secret of knowledge, that's what I describe myself as. I love learning, I but, like, I just couldn't grasp the other side, and it was when you finally when you, I I finally did see that like, I definitely did, I, my parents mean, like, the best for me and I think the biggest, biggest part of that was just them letting go of me, like, kind of letting go of the wings that they, you know, because you grow up and they take care of you, you know, they change your diaper and everything, and and seeing that person go kind of their own route was, is rough on them. And I, the, the best thing that I, the best thing that I could possibly have brought from that was basically just to ensure them that like the things that they taught me and I grew up with and those values and stuff that they taught me were never going to go away. It doesn't right. matter if I'm Amish or or not. Like the things that they taught me, like I, I still and root, that's my that's my root that's never that's not gonna change ever like my religion yeah. like that's that's something that'll always stay so it's not like their influence is just going out the window it's still there it's still alive as ever but right. it's just I'm choosing to not live the lifestyle that they did and yeah. I think that's I, I, I don't know I personally think that's that's okay <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah I mean you can hear it when you talk too like it <laughs> that, it sticks with you yeah exactly um, and yeah, it's right. just good parents being good parents exactly. at the end yeah. of the day so that's, that's cool awesome. man
1: D- and it sounds like you really did approach this the best way you thought you could. And do you think, like, because you approached it that way and the way you did, is that why you probably have a really good relationship with them to this day right now? I, yeah. Yeah. That's
2: a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. Because it, there's, there's like, there's, exactly, there's multiple ways I could have done that. Right. But I, I did it in the most, what I perceived to be the most respectable way that I possibly could. Because I, I knew, like. It's not like it's not a small thing in their life to like have one of their like the first first child of theirs go to high school and and then go to college and stuff and I'd even told them that I'm not really planning on going to college and stuff because I wasn't really like I was't really? and then when I I went through high school and I like won the Lily scholarship and that's why like that's, I, that's why I went to college too Basically. I don't know a like, Lily scholar I, I actually think yeah nice <laughs> yeah thank you cool. um I actually think so I had told them that I probably wouldn't like I probably wouldn't go to college. I wasn't really planning on it, or whatever. And then when I won that, I think that probably made that transition almost smoother than yeah. going back to high school. Because they were like, "Why would you?" It was for me. It was like, "Why would I turn down like a full ride scholarship?" Right. Like, yeah, that would be ridiculous. So that I think that part was probably not like in, internally probably not easier for them to swallow. Because um, that's like even bigger. Like college is even. Right. more out there. You're than away from home then yeah, too, exactly. yeah. Exactly. So, but like what they how they perceive me in our relationship never really changed because I made that decision. Yeah. I'm very happy that that that's the way that is. No, At that point
0: it sounds like they understood yeah. just who you were going to be and Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, and, and I'm by no means saying that it doesn't didn't affect them and it still probably does, but Sure. I just think when you have like, an, especially, like, that's probably the, the best thing to happen, was to get that scholarship and be like, all right, now, like... It kind of gave cause you a little if you, push. If I, Yeah, if I yeah. didn't, they'd be like, why would you, you know, why would you go into so much debt to go to college and stuff, and, or, like,
1: that's kind of the argument they were wrong, but they didn't really have, like, a counter, mm-hmm. you know, so... Yeah, that's awesome, and Lily is honestly one of the, the best scholarships you can get, because it's given to someone who's like well-rounded who's Mm. who's given to the community who's improved people's lives what i mean what what types of things did you do in high school or what how did you how would you say you were able to earn that award Um, or scholarship i would say just i'm not sure
2: exactly i can't really place my finger on something exactly but it was very i was a very like community oriented person i would Mm -hmm. say like i had no no, I still to this day know and reach out to like a lot of people from that community. I played sports, I was very involved in high, like I was very involved in high school. I I don't know, I, I, I think, I just think like within the interview process of the Lily, I think that helped me a lot because mm-hmm. like the Lilly um, interview that I took, we, there's like five finalists and then they go in and do an interview and stuff and I think you have like a 15 or 20 minute time slot for it for that interview and I think we ended up talking for like because I was the last person to go and we ended up talking for like 40 45 minutes and it was just because like the people in that room like asked some questions that opened me up and I just kind of ran with yeah, it and yeah. I just kind of put everything out there and I was like this is who I am this is what I've done to get here and I just think like that's probably like what flipped the switch for them I know I know when I got the award um I know when I got the award, those ladies like in that room were like, they said they were like crying when I left the room. Oh, geez. And I don't right. even really know what I said or anything. I, d- sure. I just remember I was just kind of in, kind of like this, honestly. Not just kind of talking and stuff. It didn't even really. After the first couple of questions, it didn't really feel like an interview anymore. It was just. That's the, and That's like, the best the too. Be. Yeah, and exactly. when they go long
0: too, that's always a good sign. Interview goes yeah. long, like 15, 20 minutes, and you triple that. Yeah, like. mm-hmm. exactly. So.
2: And I don't even know. That's that's like a. Thing that I don't even know if the, like the other people know like, if, if, the, if they know that that happened or whatever because I know they had like their time slots and then when their time was out, they, they were out or whatever, and they're yeah. just sitting there yeah. like, talking at the end. Yeah, and I, I don't know if that's but they told me they told me like when, when we talked to you, we had that interview, like we knew that you were going to be the winner, so like it didn't really matter to they us. They just so, let it roll, so I was you must like, have moved them. yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, I really to this day don't really know like what I said in there then. Yes. Made, some made some them the so awestruck and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes
1: the, the impacts of the things that you say in your experience, it'll 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 it, resonate. It with resonates people with people more people than around. you ever could ever imagine. Oh so. yeah, for sure. That's yeah. good. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah.
0: So what would you say like biggest takeaway from uh, from the Amish, that that is I'd say super present to you today?
2: Like, um, I think first thing that comes to mind would be my, like religion. Um, very they're very religious people they hard very hard workers very like grounded rooted like in, in that work ethic that knows um, to the grindstone you know and that's I yeah. appreciate that that's who I am like that's that's yeah. who the Amish are basically and, and when you live kind of that that life you have to be that but you don't have all those extra the, the extra distractions you know the technologies and stuff that make a lot of people's lives easier, they, they just say, No, we don't need it and we're just gonna do without it and it makes their life harder but it's like also respected at the same time, you know, it's it's hard it's kinda hard to explain. I don't know, it I, I think I think kind of just the morals and the values that i like God brought up and I refer back to that in such a vague like a vague term, um, but I think I think it is hard to explain unless you were Amish and like you see what like what they're about, they're just yeah. like they they would never. They're very peaceful people. They would they never go. They would never like sue anybody. They would never like go to court. They don't want to go to court. They don't want to. If people wrong them, they just that. I mean, they just they're incredibly nice people. I've huh. never met like never met a, a non-genuine Amish person like I, That's just how who they are. That's. Any, any person that, like, is in need of help that they would see, like, in public or something, they would help them. Like, it. that's just who they are. That's just, they don't want to cause tension. They don't, they're, they don't have to go to, they're, like, exempt from the, the draft and stuff because they don't want to go to the war or anything like that. Um, I don't know. They, <laughs> it's pretty wild. It's just, yeah. It, they're, they're cool. very They're very different, but they're so, they're so human and so, like.
1: I know, personable, so, I don't know, just mm-hmm. yeah, very genuine. girl yeah. is just like, incredibly genuine. So. That's right. cool. I can see that in the one hour that I've known you in person. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. I can see that in uh, you, for sure, for sure. Thank
0: you, I appreciate it. Um, I'm curious to, like, so life with and without social media, Ooh, biggest well, things that, like, you, you've you seen, uh, things that you've seen that a lot of people don't see just because um, you've lived in, in such different worlds there, uh, and we talk about that a lot on the show too. And obviously, we use social media a lot for business, mm-hmm. but also drives a lot of negative shit too. So I'm just I'm curious, uh, someone like in college now, uh, what you you experience with and without
2: it? I would say I would say social media in general is like it's like a gold mine of gold, but also just like a. a car but just a landfill of junk you know what I'm saying and it chooses and and you can choose which environment to like place yourself there's so much there we go there's so much like toxic like I mean if you scroll on Instagram you're seeing like everyone's best life basically yeah you know what I'm saying it's not those guys anyone on Instagram including myself including most of us really Mm -hmm. post like the highlights of your life I think when you scroll through there and you kind of keep seeing all this stuff you're like wow my friend's like in the bahamas right now and i'm stuck here like all all this (laughs) all this like continuous like wow they're doing this i bet they have no problems in their life but we're all human we all have our own problems and like if you continue to scroll and you see all this positivity finally like that positivity i feel like dulls itself out almost it diffuses it's like diffusing a, a light bulb almost where you don't even know what's what's real, what's it just not. Just gets anymore. too saturated. It's, just, it's so sad. Yeah, exactly. So, for myself, I feel like, like on Twitter especially, I used to be like almost a Twitter addict. I don't even know why. I just I just <laughs> scrolled and scrolled. Now it's I unfollowed a lot of people that I I just follow stuff I'm interested in now, sports, you know. Yeah. So just and I, I'm not even really on it that much anymore. I cut back a lot on Instagram. Um, I use Snapchat, you know, here and there, whatever, uh, but. Definitely like like you said, like it coming from where I'd never had that growing up and stuff to seeing just how like how terrible it can be, but also how good it can be like it's brought like so much good stuff to the world, you know like trends and stuff that start that raise awareness, you know sure like I think that stuff's kind of cool i think I think there is some good to seeing like the good in other people's oh, yeah. lives it's like it's a good thing to celebrate other people's successes and stuff, but I also think there comes to a point where. When you just get all this stuff and you keep pondering like why is my friend mm-hmm. you know, in in Hawaii, yeah, and you start comparing your yeah. own life and your own problems to the problems that or the problems that you seem that don't even exist in other mm-hmm. people's lives or whatever, it just kind of I don't know, it just kind of hits you in a way that you don't even really like realize, I don't think. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people don't. I, I know that. I think I know a lot of know a lot of people <laughs> that are I would say unhealthy, addicted to, like, social media, and I, yeah. and I, and for me, I, I would put myself in that category for, for a lot of, like, high school, I, w- once I got to college, I had so much going on that, like, I had to cut back, and especially, like, right, right now as we speak, I, I have a lot going on, so, like, it's not like I can just sit there for hours and stuff and mm-hmm. scroll, so that's a good thing, I guess. Definitely, yeah.
0: definitely takes away the simplicity uh, yeah. that you're used oh, to, yeah, I, I'm sure.
2: Oh, my gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But,
0: yeah, because we talk about it a lot. And so I work in a chiropractic office, and, you know, sometimes moms got to bring their kids or whatever. And then yeah. I just see the head down, and right away, just, like, young age, I'm like, oh, man, we'll see you in a couple years. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, like, bad. I see posture now because we're always just head down, head yeah. down, and then we get that, that roundedness even worse. So yeah. it's bad. I, I look at things in, like, that view now, too. Yeah. Just, like, postural shit. Yeah. Just, like, I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I'll do that. But yeah, so, no. I, I was. I think it's.
2: It. I think it's terrible how early people start getting their like kids a phone. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's kids I mean, that like, I didn't have mine until like yeah. middle of
0: eighth grade year. You know, about to kind of go into high school. I think I'm gonna try and keep that for my kids too. The, but then there's like the aspect: are they gonna feel left out if all the rest of their friends have it? But, but like, I mean, there's like a, there's, they don't there's extreme.
2: The, I'm talking like the extreme where yeah. we're like. The, the little daughter's, like, ordering stuff off of Amazon off of her mom's phone, and her mom's just like, come on. Yeah. You know, d- what do you need? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't need You're anything. You're four years old. Yeah. Like, what do you need? You play some Candy Crush or something, but don't go on Amazon. Like, you know, I'm, I, or yeah. I'm, like, about to go get, like, an,
0: an ice and snow scraper off Amazon. Like, little girl, you don't need shit. <laughs> exactly, yeah, like, yeah. you know?
2: We provide everything for you. Yeah. You put the clothes on your back and the food in your mouth. Yeah. What more do you
1: need? Right. That's yeah. interesting, though. <laughs> Man.
0: Because I think, like, you know, sometimes you travel somewhere, we have no service, and then it's like, you can use it to, like, take pictures of the landscape, and that's it. That was... And it's like, like man, it's kind of nice. No one's bugging me about things, and I'm not reading something and just getting fired up right away, mm-hmm. or...
1: You're just so much more productive and focused on what you're doing. That you're yeah. not
2: emotionally invested in, like, the problems yeah. that... Probably have nothing to do with you anyway, but you read about it, and so you're like, right. "Wow, that's crazy!" And I, I, should do something about it, but I probably can't. You right,
0: know? and we've talked right. about like not reading or looking through social media as soon as you wake up. Mm-hmm. Like save that for a couple hours. I, 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 yeah, I like listen to something instead, yeah, and just kind of get your juices yeah. flowing. You know,
2: I, I literally wake up and like sit on the edge of my bed every morning and just kind of sit there and like ponder at what, what I want to get out of the day. But like I, I used to kind of get up and be on my phone, you know, half. Half asleep and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But see like, what's going on in the world. Yeah, and now I just wake up and make sure you know the time's right, and I just kind of sit there and ponder at what I want, and then I get up and go
0: yeah. about my
1: day. But a little yeah. quick
0: meditation. Yeah, yeah. A Good day. That's cool.
1: What, uh, Norman? What types of things are you involved with right now at I know you're with the basketball team yeah. manager. Yeah. So <laughs> I got a busy schedule. So I got that
0: game yesterday was pretty wild. Oh my gosh, we man. were there.
2: Big win, St. Yeah. John's. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see me down by the? Where
0: so I was looking to where all all like the managers sit and I think it was the hoop or something was exactly okay where all your heads were well, so I saw all the suits mm-hmm. so I saw like neck down mm-hmm. but I was but looking. I was
2: actually right around the corner on the baseline because I think one of the like I think the cop that sits behind the bench took our chair took my chair or whatever oh, so there's okay. one left. but it wasn't it wasn't bad yeah. I had more space and I was talking to like these dudes in the front yeah. row that were like cool okay. so. Makes new connections yeah, exactly cool, yeah but yeah um so I got. I got 20 credit hours this semester. Ooh. Um, I started on my major a little bit late, so that I'm trying to pile in classes since they're still like relatively easy or whatever now. Yeah. What are you studying? Uh, human Movement Health Science Education.
1: Oh, nice. So, like Dave. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. The same as yeah. Dave
2: yeah. Um, and then 20 credit hours, and then I work at the HRC two hours a week. Um, I work at a sorority house two, mm-hmm. like, 3 4 hours a week doing like the, the houseboy houseboy thing yeah. nice nice do um, dishes and stuff mm-hmm. food what and house then- are you at uh, A-Kai. Dude, Funhouse. Funhouse,
0: yeah. Fun house. Fun house. Yeah. A- yeah. yeah. So, that's, so that's awesome. and <laughs> I personally <laughs> I trained I at the HRC. I just
2: got back from the, the AKI shift
1: thing yeah. or whatever. So, oh, and the then that. Sunday brunch. Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. So, yeah. I was a
0: trainer at the HRC, and then also <laughs> Alf Kai yeah. houseboy. Perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. And then What's yeah, what a I'm room gonna, we got here. <laughs> and
2: element. then, and then on top of that's the the basketball manager, which is probably 30 hours a week or so.
1: So
2: I got one part time job. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I love it though. Cool, awesome. all things I love, so...
1: Are you, uh, what, have you been able to learn a lot as a manager of oh. the basketball team? Because I think S- that would be a dream job for me, because yeah. I love basketball as oh. well. Oh,
2: yeah, I, I've learned so much. Like, I remember, mm-hmm. kind of, because I didn't play my senior year of high school, because I was too old, but I was the manager oh, yeah. of the high school team, okay. nice. and then once I came here last year, I, literally my first semester, I played so much basketball at the HRC, like, li- every day, like, mm-hmm. for hours, and nice. I... I think the whole first semester there might have been a, like a handful of days that I didn't go to the HRC to play basketball just with whoever was there. And yeah. Then, and then like that second semester it was way too late obviously to, to do the manager thing, but that's kind of when I was like, all right, that'd be that'd be a good good gig cuz like I've been filling my time with just playing basketball, why not like make something of it? Yeah. So that's why I kind of wanted to do that. Um, How'd
0: you go about getting started with that? Like could Um
2: so reach out to and stuff like Adam that. Adam Owens, you guys know Adam yeah. Owens, right? Um, I so I emailed the president of basketball operations um, about three weeks before school started this past summer, and I asked him about like a managerial position. He said he said they, they want to like even out classes or the number of managers needs class or something um, that all the new managers are going to be freshmen or whatever. So probably not. But if anything changes, he'll you know let me know. I was like all right, whatever. Got those two other jobs. Um, probably we wouldn't have if, if he would have if that would have gone differently. But got two other jobs to kind of fill my time. And then a couple weeks into school, Adam Adam Owens texted me and was like, "Yo, like, do you still want to be? Would you still want to be a manager? Because I know like we talked about it earlier." And I was like, "Absolutely, like, yeah, of course." And he said, "Well, I'm trying to just, like stick my neck out for you and stuff, and I'm trying to get you an interview and whatever." So I was like, "All right, awesome." Um, fill out the application, went in for an interview. And I think there's a there's a manager that was a sophomore that quit, and I'm basically kind of placing him wherever okay in that in a sense um yeah went in did my interview thought I did a pretty good job and that Friday must was, have yeah. you got the job <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got yeah. it yeah so yeah i i love it i i mean i like I said, I was around basketball in my own free time and my own on my own will, and now I'm just yeah. around that plus like so what I want to do as far as like my dreams a bit, ba- basically whatever, is like strengthening, additioning, maybe probably in the basketball like realm or whatever. So we okay. just hired a new strength coach, Matthew Johnson. I don't know if you guys follow him. I would definitely recommend following. Him. What's his name? Matthew Johnson. Matthew coach. Johnson. Um, okay. From he was at George Washington. Before this, um, for like six or seven years, I think that's where Paul Jorgensen yeah. w- went. Whatever, and he, he actually worked with him before. Oh, Kevin Rowdy Butler, yeah. Huh. So yeah, he we just hired him this past summer. I think he came in in like July or something. He's like transformed, like a lot of the players already. Like I know Bryce Golden, who's has uh, shed a bunch of uh, fat and gained a bunch of weight and went, like in muscle. Um, I know. Jordan Tucker transformed his body. like he's doing a lot for that program right now that's kind of like the guy that I really like I that's kind of who I want to be as far as like job occupation yeah. or whatever yeah. I, I feel like you I spent could, a
0: lot of time around him yeah Yeah. No, for good. Sure. Um, good I'm,
2: I'm going to try to become an, or I'm hoping to anyway to, to have like a, maybe like an internship at some point with him or Butler Athletics or in general and I think I think that's very possible with yeah. with the way things are going right now yeah. so
1: what an opportunity to learn. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, and just, and, just
2: and, and even, and even like, because I've thought about just coaching, straight-up coaching basketball, mm-hmm. too. I've, I love – like, I have a basketball game playing in my room pretty much whenever there's one on. Like, mm-hmm. I just – I love watching games. I love whatever. So I feel like I should at least test the waters and see if I like coaching. I feel like I could do it. I, I just don't know. I feel like I belong a little bit more on the strength conditioning side of it. But – Either way, I want to. I really want to be, like, in that basketball atmosphere. So yeah. it was the perfect, perfect step in the door, like, learning from Coach Val. I think Coach Val is one, one of the best coaches in the state, you know, besides, you know, Nate McMillan. I, I, I don't want to be too specific on that, but I think he's an incredible coach. I, he, he really, like, resonates with the players and stuff. He's a players coach. You know? He's young still. He's got, you know, he's got a lot of years ahead of him and stuff, but yeah. I think, I think he, he's I, I mean, you can get as specific
0: well. as you want because we don't get people on your <laughs> side of things. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. other people, we only have outside looking in, so. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I, I think he's, I think he's, the, the young thing definitely is his thing, and I, I'm not saying by any means that he's, like, uh, you know, questionable at that in right. in that regard, but they're, like, we have another guy on our staff, Jeff Meyer, he's a little bit older, and, and you can just tell, like, the way he kind of, the play, you know, he calls plays and stuff, and he, you know, does a lot of, a lot of stuff that, a lot of the small stuff that a lot of people just don't notice and whatever. And I, don't know, I, 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 I really do believe in Val. He's he's yeah. an incredible guy. Like a, he just as a be, human being, couldn't ask for a better coach. Very yeah. family oriented. Very, um, you know, very religious. Obviously, very. Just I don't know. He's he's a good guy. Good. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's the type of guy. Like for example, this is just to show you, I, I'm a manager. He's the head coach. He's making millions of dollars. And I remember. I was holding the door for the players one time. They're filing in, and he's at the end, and I'm giving fist bumps to all the players and all the coaches, and he's in the end, and he kind of was just like, I don't know, he was like looking down at a paper or something and didn't notice my fist. But then when he walked by, he was maybe like two feet by already. Yeah. And he realized that what he had done, he just like walked right by. And he he turned around and he said, I'm sorry, Norman. I, I, I completely like just missed it or whatever came back and like fist bumped me and i and oh I'm in man no, and i'm in no position you know what i'm saying like i'm in no position to expect him to like do that you know yeah and he just he, he, took the time the same. Out his, he took the time out of his day to be like like he was trying to give me a fist bump and i'm gonna give him a fist bump so like yeah whatever, yeah, yeah. I, that's the kind of person he is he's a very personal very genuine guy just a lot of players are there because
1: of him and i think that's that speaks a lot so that's cool because it all starts with recruiting. Yeah, and it does. You, you have someone that can connect with players easily, yeah. the way he does. Oh, okay. I've, heard, I've heard that, too. Yeah. That's, a, that's a huge thing for, for Butler. Oh, for sure. It would be I
0: crazy guess. to sit and talk with Coach. Yeah. <laughs> that would be insane. It would be. Put it on the dream board. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure. That's cool, though. That's, yeah. that's
0: I a fun story seeing. you just, like, treating you still on that same level. Just like, oh, shit, yeah, got to fist bump, exactly, my man Norman. Exactly, you know?
2: yeah. And, 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 like, he um, – he know, he doesn't know that much. You know he doesn't know that much about me. He doesn't, but he just realized like one of the, one of the managers was giving fist bumps to all the players, yeah. and I missed it. And it's my duty, even as yeah. the top dog that I am, to turn around and do that. And I think that says so much. If he's doing little, the, little just, extra, the little extra then I need to. Action, yeah. I was like, this isn't. <laughs> this is a good guy. <laughs> that's cool.
0: So that's really cool. Yeah, dude. Anything for us at all?
2: I, I mean, done, this like, is all about <laughs> you, though. So no, 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 it shouldn't be. But I don't know. I mean, I didn't really know what to expect anyway. But I think it's been yeah, it's been pretty nice, honestly. Yeah, sure.
0: it's fun. We have a good time with it. Yeah. So yeah, it was just something that we wanted to. Man, we thought we had to talk to people, mm-hmm. and we're like, man, we need like a a form where, you know, we can do that where we think kids our age like we talk differently about things in a different way and manner that most people aren't going to be used to hearing uh, especially with people our age mm-hmm. and yeah. so we just we think we're a couple fish going against the stream and uh, people will like it people won't and people will receive it well and people won't so but that is, that's uh, yeah, how yeah, any with anything happened, yeah, yeah so and you know we want our journey to yes create our own freedom but help people who are just Mm -hmm. stuck and lost and, you know.
2: And I I would say speaking to that, I think from my whole experience is my biggest advice would be to bet, just bet on yourself and go for it. It was so uncomfortable at times and so, but if if you're living in, like, this very comfortable little box and you're not, like, stepping outside of it to, like, try out new things and, like, learn new things and just, just, like, Seeking knowledge, basically, mm-hmm. like seeking more for yourself. And if you don't bet on yourself and say, "I can do this," and whatever, you are going to be stuck in that same place for a very long time. And that's a sad thing. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's perfect.
1: Yeah, just matter of taking that taking one step that forward. step. Yeah, it's,
2: yeah, it's, it's not gonna be, it's, it's not comfortable, but it, mm-hmm. I mean, it's worth it. Because yeah, it's, it's like
0: be uncomfortable uncomfortable for a little bit. But if you can't gamble on yourself, then exactly like you said, that's it's sad. Like it you need to be really, able to gamble really on is, you, like. Yeah believe in you yeah exactly well, yeah. what else do you have going for it like exactly
1: and i'm sure that like for you you're built for those type of decisions in the future because you're going i'm sure there will be times in your life ahead where you'll have to make similar type of decisions where you're gonna have to bet on yourself like do i go and do this and mm-hmm. the, the steps you take it's just it's i'm sure it's made you just oh, a stronger sure. person overall i'm
2: a very like do that deep thinker like mm-hmm. i don't know i just I sit and ponder and just mm-hmm. think about things and like the decisions like how it's gonna affect so and so and you know yeah. and so much time, like just i don't know i try to be as open to any perspective as I possibly can, and then like try to take all of that and make the most informed decision that I can, i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but you're right, like going through that kind of thing and knowing or knowing that you're gonna like hurt some people and gonna you know piss some people off and not be on the good side of. Of a lot of people's perspectives like but still doing that and having the courage to just say screw it i'm still gonna do it it's my life like, right mm-hmm. I, I, that's that's something that i've definitely learned or taken from those types of decisions so.
0: yeah that's cool man yeah you got a good mindset thank you yeah <laughs> i appreciate that. no yeah uh just like the way you say soaking things in before you make a good informed decision like it's mm-hmm. I I like that. I respect that because we need more of that.
2: I I think, I mean, there's a lot of things that you have to think quick and stuff, but if there's there's like big decisions and stuff, a lot of people just don't take the time of day to like really like sit down with themselves and be honest with themselves. Like, how am I, how is this going to affect not only myself, the people around me, Mm -hmm. um, and and however much time, like in in five years, how is is this going to look? Like, those, those types of big decisions is what I'm talking about. I don't, like driving or something. And trying oh, yeah. To, that's like a quick decision that yeah. you can't just, you know, whatever. So Sorry, you, man. I'm going to cut you, no, you off right here. Yeah, though. yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> I thought about that for like two <laughs> seconds, too. I know it's the right I thing. I felt bad for a sec.
0: <laughs> I gave my wave of my bad. Uh, We're good. I, but, yeah,
1: I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Really, well said. Yeah.
0: That's one thing though, the my bad wave on the road. I think that's an important wave.
1: Yeah.
0: If like if I knowingly like ah man I yeah. fucked up. I, yeah. I give that hey yeah. my bad.
1: Everyone everyone's that's all. fucked up at some point. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I try I, to
0: like, signal to me like hey on me man. Right. Like, yeah. That's my whenever
2: bad. That happened bad on something. the way here like. Really? We, we I was we were coming up to the corner and it was icy, so I shouldn't have just gone. This car's coming and it's trying to stop, and I just like pull ahead, and I'm like, I should have like thought of this. Like they might not be able to stop, and then I just like. On it, and I just yeah. I'm like I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, they eventually stop like in the middle of the intersection, but like
0: yeah,
1: could have been worse. Oops, <laughs> my <I'm> bad. <laughs> That's my bad. What were
0: you saying, Tim? We kept cutting you off. Oh no, I was just <laughs> I
1: was just saying whenever I want to get mad at someone on the road or like get mad at them, I realize I've made mistakes in my in my time of driving too. So it's always two yeah. ways. It's just a matter of being understanding.
2: I, I do that person. all the time. Like I'll have like that moment of road rage and then i'll be like all right chill 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 like, yeah i know that you've done this so many times right,
0: right. right. yeah perfect. i used to have the bad road rage man and now it's just like ah and then i'll just if i gotta say something out loud it's just like would you be better yeah, just be true. better because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah like when dude so my last job was one of those i woke up and as soon as i woke up i was miserable it was one of those mm-hmm. and so like
2: what was every
0: it? insecurity so i worked uh corporate desk job okay, yeah. before and so I'm a rehab and exercise uh, therapist okay. now um so I like did my personal training and studied all that on the side of my business degree too uh and now it's just adding other pieces and I'm gonna take a gut health uh master class so now I'm gonna kind of become the uh, head of like rehab nutrition and stuff okay. and really add another piece of, of the pie to that but um yeah, it'd be, like, just the short stuff, like, getting cut off and just light my fuse. And I knew as everything else was driving that. Every other insecurity, hating my job and my life, like, all that. And so now it's just like, would you just not do that just be better at driving yeah. you know think about your movement here you know a give, quick, me a give me it. one one good signal just I know your flashers work just give me a signal oh, here
2: oh I love it yes so
0: yeah man it used to be bad but I'm cool now Yeah. most of the time if like it's I, really bad though like the slam on the brakes in the middle of the road then I let it rip yeah. but then they deserve it yeah. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they deserve it yeah. of
2: course that's not, not my fault I, think, I feel like I'm a little bit more like road ragey when I'm with people too I don't know why. Right. Uh, yeah. Like she when I, when passengers. I when I'm by myself, I'm like a little bit more chill, I guess. Like I th- that, that's where I'm like sitting and thinking and like more peace yeah. of mind. If I'm driving with people and I'm trying to like get somewhere, I'm like,
1: "Could you go? From, why are you <laughs>
2: going 30 in a 35?" It's the this one way. on the right, junior.
1: <laughs> Cuz you want your passengers to have a good yeah. riding experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You
0: want yeah. people to impact that. I, no yeah. I get that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. I uh, I think I'm cool to wrap this one up.
1: Again, no, we appreciate you making the trip. Yeah, here. dude. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Anything
0: pleasure. else you want to add? Where can people find you?
2: Um, <laughs> on any social media, ba- like Miller underscore Norman on basically everything. Twitter, it's uh, nmiller631 or something like that. But okay. Yeah, I mean, you ever need yeah. anything, <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, love, yeah I, I love making, like, connections with people and stuff, and just getting to know people I think is a beautiful thing. I think we all bring so much stuff to the table mm-hmm. that you know we don't get out of unless we sit down like this and have conversation so
1: right yeah and that yeah. Wh- what was the the video Who, wh- oh, where yeah, where can yeah, yeah. people find that video, video. oh yeah that'd um, be a good one to Cause that's how we i mean that's how we yeah it'd f- yeah, be good, good to watch
0: that before listening to the episode yeah
1: yeah um i so one
2: of m- two of my friends actually three of my friends basically from butler they were seniors seniors that like this was like i guess one of their final projects for a class or whatever okay um the videos on youtube i would probably just type in like norman just and and, norman, and norman, because like the title of it's like in all caps norman and mm-hmm. then like a documentary or something so i think probably um, i haven't tried it yet but okay um I we'll think uh, we'll
1: put something in our show notes okay. yeah we'll put a link to yeah, that so
2: link to Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, but they, they did an incredible job. I didn't really know what to expect out of them because mm-hmm. I never really worked with them. But yeah. I thought they did a knockout.
0: I thought it was really them. awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd that be a good made. like precursor to listen yeah. to this one. So cool. Yeah, we'll link that. We'll uh, throw that. We do an intro. Mm-hmm. So we'll and then we we mesh it together. So we'll do an intro after this, and then we'll we'll mention the video too and in our social media posts. We'll probably promote the video first and then the episode.
1: Yeah. Sounds so. Cool
2: cool man experience.
0: thanks again really appreciate it it was fun talking to you fun hanging out
1: of course yeah. thank you so much for having me
0: Tim anything else you good
1: nope I enjoyed the interview I'm, I'm, I'm excited for people to hear this <laughs> yeah
0: dude, I'm jacked up so. <laughs> alright everyone thanks for listening appreciate you tuning in uh, shout out to Norman um, appreciate your time uh, your insights wisdom uh, people reach out to him if you have any questions uh, going through some, some similar situational things uh, life's tough so uh, just bet on yourself and you're going to be fine Uh, Thanks again. We'll talk to you next time.